Picasso Apasso Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Paso Apasso Podcast. My name is Miles and I'm happy to be here with you. Um, on this edition, we have uh, information about the Rome's program. And uh, Colleen is here to share some of that uh, with us and answer our questions. And would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, yes, my name is Colleen DeRocher, and I'm the executive director of the Rural OB Access and Maternal Services, uh, HRSA grant. Um, it's a collaboration between Holy Cross Medical Center and the Women's Health Institute in Taos, Myers Colfax Medical Center in Raton, and Union County General Hospital in Clayton, and the Cuesta Health Center. And all of these organizations are working together to improve maternal health outcomes in Northeastern New Mexico. That's amazing. And I love how uh, broad regionally the collaboration is. Um, We are based uh, here in Taos, but that's pretty much the Northeastern quarter of the state. Is that accurate? Yes, it is. Yeah, we tried to get a regional network approach to support women um, accessing pre- and postnatal care to improve the outcomes for themselves and their babies. And we felt that needed to be a network region approach. And I imagine you have some history in in related fields. Is that accurate? Um, Well, I'm administering the grant, which is a really large HRSA grant. And at each organization, we're dealing with three levels, the practitioners, the OBs, the nurse practitioners, the sonographers, then also the administrators and the IT people. So my role as a grant coordinator is to try to get everyone to kind of play together to the HRSA grant requirements. Um, So I have a master's of art in conflict resolution, and I manage large federal grants at the Taos Pueblo Day School uh, for 13 years. So my experience is not so much in OB, but in grant management and conflict resolution, trying to get this very complicated network to work together. Yeah, that's amazing. And they're lucky to have you in that role. Thanks for clarifying that. Um, given the um, aspect of this grant and the management and coordination that is needed that you were just mentioning, um, can you share anything about the landscape as the grant begins or um, what preceded the application for this project? Um, in other words, for our listeners out there, why, why have a need to have everybody work more closely together? Yeah, well, what we've realized in that the, um, the health and wellness of a woman is critical to achieving safe outcomes for her and her baby. And access to care is vital because it allows practitioners to identify, treat, and stabilize chronic conditions that the mother might have and address behavioral needs and plan for a healthy and intentional pregnancy. So we really need to take care of our moms in order to have good outcomes. And in order to do that, we need to get our moms in for pre and postnatal visits. Um, Nationally, it was shocking to learn that maternal mortality in the U.S. has been increasing every year since the 1980s. The United States is doing worse than we were in the 1970s in terms of taking care of our maternal outcomes. New Mexico ranks 34th 
in maternal mortality and our maternal mortality rate for Hispanic women in New Mexico and New Mexico women aged 35 to 44 is nearly twice the national average of maternal mortality. And New Mexico has one of the highest rates of needle natal abstinence syndrome that occurs when babies are exposed to opioids. So in New Mexico, we have an issue and nationally we have an issue and we really need to do better at taking care of our moms. So one of our first goals with Rome's is to improve access to care. And we're doing that by creating two new prenatal clinics, one in Cuesta and one in Clayton. So the OBs from Taos will go to Cuesta once or twice a month and visit moms. And the OBs from Raton will go to Clayton once or twice a month to visit moms so that the mothers don't have to drive as far. We wanted to make it easier for the moms to get prenatal care in person with an OB. And then the second part that I'm really excited about that we're working on is telehealth. We are creating office-to-office telehealth. So again, a mom could go to Cuesta and have a telehealth appointment with an OB in Taos. But even more exciting is we got feedback from local moms about why some of them are getting care in Española and Santa Fe. And it's because they needed a maternal fetal medicine, a high-risk pregnancy specialist, and they wanted more local care. So one of the things that we're also doing through telehealth is this project is establishing a connection with an MFM and so that a provider in Clayton, in Cuesta, in Raton or Taos could have the mom in the office and they could do a telehealth appointment with an MFM who provides high risk services. So again, we want it so moms don't have to drive as far to get the care they need. Now, eventually, if they have a high risk pregnancy, they're still going to deliver down south but there's a lot of pre and postnatal care that could happen locally through telehealth. And the final thing is, is we're getting telehealth for the home. So we're getting 50 telehealth kits where the mom can take it at home and it'll record the baby's heart rate, her blood pressure, her oxygen rate, uh, a glucometer, a scale. So if she's afraid to go in because of COVID or something like that, or is just concerned and wants to have a checkup with her doctor, she'll have home telehealth equipment where she could communicate to her doctor without having to leave her home. That's amazing. Um, how how would, does a community member or a, a mother um, get connected with these opportunities? So we have a Facebook page called Roams, R-O-A-M-S, and that stands for the Rural OB Access and Maternal Services. And we also have a website, which is roamsnm.org. And they can also email me. My email is C, my last name, Derosher, which is D-U-R-O-C-H. ER at taushospital.org. Um, and in addition to proving, improving access, Rome's is working with other social service partners to encourage moms to access existing services for them that are really underutilized, like home visiting and lactation support. 
and and those they can access at no charge. And Rome's is going to hire family navigators that would be placed in the prenatal clinics. And those family navigators will also help the moms get connected to existing services. Wow. It, yeah. It, it, when you add, especially the family navigation on top of all the other things you mentioned, it seems like there are so many different areas of support that are going to be folded into this initiative. Um, is this the kind of process in, in Rome's as a, um, that you're overseeing that is initiating a new uh, system that'll, uh, you know, last for a period of time or will it be sustainable and something that hopefully sticks around our, our region for a while? Or it, what is the long-term vision like once these things are implemented? Well, the grant itself has three years for implementation. So we hope to be starting services in October or November of this year. And then it's funded for three more years. Um, The family navigation aspect, we are looking at trying to make that a sustainable model. There are some other programs that are able to sustain family navigators through Medicaid and a pathways program. So that is part of our research Um, You know, this year we're really, we're well-funded through HRSA, which is, we really appreciate. And so this year we're really getting it up and going and keeping sustainability in mind is is something we do all along. Um, We're also, a big part of this goal is trying to make labor and delivery and OB maternal services in the Northeast region sustainable. Uh, Right now, most a great majority of our patients, like 70 some percent are Medicaid. The reimbursement we get from Medicaid, of course, doesn't cover the costs. Um, and like I said, we are having some moms that have gone south for their services. We're trying to interview them. We have survey links on our website um, and we're sending out surveys through our social service partners so we can get feedback from moms on what Uh, the Northeast region also needs to do to improve their services. And like I said, one of the first pieces of feedback from moms was that they needed a connection to a high risk provider because they were sent South immediately. And that was great feedback and the network responded and we're now creating that relationship with an MFM. So more prenatal visits for high risk moms will be able to happen locally Um, until it's time for them to drive uh, south. So part of this grant is to also really improve things through collaboration, through more moms accessing the care and the services that are available to them so that we can continue to provide OB and labor and delivery services in the Northeast Network. Mm, Yeah, thank you. I'm wondering, um, as I kind of put my mind or um, in the position of wanting to learn more about um, the, the issues that you're addressing through this program. Um, do you feel as though, or is it true that there's any degree of stigma of prenatal care? Um, or is it purely, you think, access and availability of um, being able to be close to the services that are needed for, for pregnant mothers that uh, may be getting in the way of them uh, pursuing that? The research we looked at for the grant um, said, you know, both. Um, One is there are some families that believe, oh, well, you know, my mother had 10 children and everybody's fine. And so I really don't need this. Um, But what we're seeing is that is really not true, that the wellness of the woman while she's pregnant is really important. 
And there is a lot of support that's available to her. And, and we want to encourage women to take that support for their own uh, well-being as, as well as that for their children. So one, there's this kind of conception that, oh, childbirth and having a baby isn't that difficult. Um, and then there, the other problem is often accessibility. For example, if you live in Clayton and you want to go to Raton for your prenatal exam, you have to travel 90 miles over a mountain range. You know, if it's in the winter or you're having trouble with gas and economically, or you don't have reliable transportation, you're likely to not do that. And that's why we wanted to bring these clinics to those remote locations. So the moms aren't driving, but the OBs are actually driving there and making the effort to be there in those communities. And, and also there is a telehealth as a, a secondary way to connect. So the research has shown that it's kind of people thinking that prenatal care isn't important and that access to care, driving there, getting there is really difficult. And when we were in Clayton talking to them, you know, we heard of moms who have a high risk pregnancy who are having to drive all the way down to Española or Santa Fe from Clayton. So they've got a four or five hour drive just for one visit. Yeah. Well, it's amazing. And I love, um, it, this is a very reasonable need. It, you know, we're, we're a sparsely populated um, area of the country and it's wonderful that you're providing this service. Um, as we wrap up in our last minute or so, um, your role with this uh, initiative and in, uh, conflict resolution uh, history um, suggests that with, like with PASO Network, um, collaboration is really important and sometimes not easy. Um, is there anything you can share about um uh, just the importance of people working together to kind of help solve these problems um, as United Front. Yeah, I think it's essential. And, and that's, again, why we went for this network approach. You know, this approach of me and my hospital or me and my organization um, isn't working. And uh, Paso a Paso is an, a great example of people providing similar services, becoming part of a network and working together um, so that all of them, uh, all of the services improve and the access to services improve. And it really is essential in the 21st century with our limited resources and being in a rural area that we all work together and support each other as much as possible. It, it's essential for good outcomes. Well, thanks so much for sharing all that information, Colleen. Um, you also mentioned uh, quite a few ways people can reach out to you in the program. And I'll try to include those in the show notes, um, whether they're hearing this um, on a podcast, YouTube, or um, thanks also to KNC. Thanks again, and uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you. We appreciate it.